All right, guys, I'm going to play the song. Okay. Okay. Not again. Hello? Hello? Hi, could you guys please turn it down? Yes, it's 11.30. Some of us are trying to sleep. Turn down for what? Don't turn anything down. Turn, down. turn it up. Turn it up for the bone zone. That's turn I will change those lyrics and then give you the answer. Turn, turn up for what? The bone zone, that's what. People say that turn now. They say turn turn up. Don't they say turn up? Turn up? Turn it. Turn up. That's what I've been hearing. Mostly at the farmer's market. Yeah, and that's where I've been hanging out. Because like I saw a guy who's at the turn up stand and he's like, turn up for what? Like, because what like, do you use turnips for? Oh, okay. I saw a guy being like, turn up. It was a guy shopping, and he was like, turn up for what? Yeah. And he was like, two for a dollar. And they said, deal. And uh, is that but, a good deal for turnips? Two for a dollar for a bit for two big ones. Hmm. That's what she said. Uh, two big first ones? joke of the podcast. I'm logging the first joke. Will you mark it down? <laughs> oh, there we go. Got it in. Sorry, Rand Man. Didn't mean to uh, squeeze you out. I but thought a few of the things like, I said were kind of funny. They weren't. I bet jokes. if I listened back, they weren't. Not on it's purpose. The thing like a, if you have to do them on purpose, it's got to be an on purpose structured joke. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what she said. Oh, that doesn't count. That's as another one. That's two. I marked okay. it. All right. Well, nothing I can do about that. Um, that's what she said, lady. One for me. It's fair and square. That's what she said. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> two to two. <laughs> two to two, that's what she said. Oh, uh, three to two. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the new Bone Zone. This is uh, Randy's been gone for a while, and uh, he's got. Uh, do you want to tell us what that is on your ring finger on your left hand there? Uh, hickey. Randy got engaged. No, I didn't. He's got a hickey ring. I'll be engaged pretty soon, probably. What? We're pre engaged. What's that mean? We're engaged to be engaged. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, fuck you. No, I was saying, I was talking to your girlfriend, and she said uh, that earlier. Yeah. did a, We did a, I have a, uh, a pre-engagement bracelet. You actually uh-huh. get down on two knees and uh, do that, and then, so it's bound to happen soon. And you put the bracelet over both wrists at the same time. Yeah, it's a big bracelet. It's a zip tie. <laughs> it's like a police plastic zip tie. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Congratulations, man. Pre-congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, Randy, you've been traveling around. Yeah, I was in Montreal. Uh, that's in Canada. Yeah. Um, they speak a different language there. 
and then I was in New York. Mm-hmm. I was gone for like two weeks. Man, it's the whole place is falling apart without you. We're glad you're back. Thanks. You know who else is back? Chris Fairbanks. Is oh back here. shit! That's, oh shit! Chris yeah. Fairbanks. That was my jam. Yeah. He came by the Bone Zone. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Welcome to our podcast. Uh, Brendan said I'm back. Welcome oh. back to the podcast. Well, yeah. Welcome back. Well, I've never been here. Welcome back. Remember? Ooh, I think I that was that. like the Backstreet Boys' first song. Is Backstreet's back all right? Yeah. Oh my and God. No one, I'm back again. It's like a psychological or psychological experiment. It's uh, reverse psychology. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like, okay. hey, we're back. You're like, oh, it's like when you meet someone, when you see someone at a party and they're very familiar with you and you're like, oh, hey, you don't remember them at all, but then you'll... you'll hang out with them longer because you're trying to figure out who they are that's what the backstreet boys did to america yeah. uh-huh. like hey we're back and everyone's like oh shit he's fucking backstreet's back all yeah right. we're like they're like yeah all right great i love that shit yeah that's awesome uh-huh Fuck are these guys that's a you good guys angle. are better than before yeah <laughs> oh and the opening song we it's uh chuck watkins our friend chuck watkins esquire yeah if you Twitter. listen to the podcast in the past we used to play a ton of his songs. Yeah, he was making covers for us. I bet we have plenty time. of listeners now that don't uh, didn't listen back then. That's true. I think we go through them. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people go through a phase in their life where they're like, "I'm really into the podcast," and then they get a different job or they a different busy. girlfriend. Yeah. Um, I did some hip hop raps with Chuck Charlie. Oh yeah. And Andy Ritchie. Yeah. Oh, is that online some anywhere? Colonial raps about uh That's right. Mostly that the... pooping. They're mostly poop. I remember one of the poop ones, yeah. What were they called? Uh I think it was called Seven Deuces. Seven Deuces? Yeah. Seven The album. That was the album title. Deuces. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, that's the name of a sports team in Medford, New Jersey. Seven Deuces? Uh like a bowling team? I don't know. It's, not it's a gym. Seven. It's a gym. Oh, it's a it's a workout facility. Maybe it's two. Maybe I don't remember how many deuces. It's a public it was. restroom. Yeah, it's got seven toilets. <laughs> seven <laughs> sit down toilets. Oh, yeah. that's what we did together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, well, welcome back. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for having me again. Let's try this. See if the first word is a song. Uh... Welcome back. Welcome back, Chris. Welcome back. Thanks. Uh, Chris Fairbanks, originally from Missoula, Montana. You guys know him as the... uh, What do people know you from? In the Missoula area? Yeah. As the... The uh, gum chewing teenager, who yeah, yeah. skateboard and teen, yeah, yeah, wall wall spray painting, skateboard punk, smartass, break dancing when no one should be, teenage bully. How many? Uh, how big is Missoula? I'm a bully to teenagers. I'm close to forty. How big is it? Yeah, yeah. It's a good question. Varies. Less, uh, less than fifty thousand. No, no, it's always above sixty-five, but then it shoots up twenty more when school's in session. Okay. The college okay. there. Uh, the Grizz, the Grizzly. No, yeah, it is the is Grizzlies. It? Okay, Montana. Damn right. Damn, yeah. Randy. The Montana Grizzlies. Play yourself a sound thing well, for to you, celebrate. What are that. you autistic? 
Uh, <laughs> that's how I remember things. That's why their colors are they uh, gray and red? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's on the monitor right now. <laughs> no, no. That's how I remember. Oh, that's uh, amazing. Places I used to know all like the Oregon high school sports teams. Oh wow! Uh, just because like whenever we would play them, I, that's, I'd be like, oh yeah. Bend, right. Oregon. What's Bend, Oregon? Well, Bend has two high schools, but Bend High School is the Lava Bears. I kind of remember that. Bend Senior High School because it's BS. HS and it's their blue and uh, I remember BSHS and yeah. I always thought it was funny and blue I live near it. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, I grew up in Bullshit. Central Oregon, so that's why I remember Bend. And that lava thing is real. That mountain, I used to go there to ride at Mount Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. It's an active, like I always wondered at the top of the mountain why there's a giant uh, funnel basically and we would yeah. all jump off it haphazardly. <laughs> it's yeah. the top of an active volcano. Yeah, it's got hot spots on it. Even like halfway down, there's some spots that are melted. You can just fall into them. I uh, I had a friend, he was right next to me, and peripherally I saw him disappear and then looked over and he was just, he'd fallen down a hole that was like manhole shaped, but he was in a giant cavern yeah. with steam shooting out. And he's like, let me out, it's hot in here. It was like volcanic. <laughs> well, it's different. It's different it's than lava. <laughs> like, like Hawaii is a hot spot volcano, mm. which means there's one spot that's actively always happening mm -hmm. and then as the plates move over it it just keeps building new land, whereas the Cascade Mountains is slightly different. It's because of two plates like hitting each other and then this mountain range formed. So, it's different. It's not like I don't think they have like like real big holes. You so know it's like mean? a buff, it's like the hot bar at Sizzler. Because <laughs> there's a hot spot and there's a hot plate. Not over kind it. of he means tectonic plates. What is that? That's well, what I said, didn't I? Yeah. Well, but, you just said plates, and then he started to think oh, of Sizzler. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Sizzler in a while. It's been a little while, yeah. yeah. There's a really good one in uh, Koreatown. We should just, all go there. Ah, I used to live near that one. That used to be my go-to. Now we go to Atwater. It was featured on uh, No Reservations. I saw that. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, well, because... Yeah, the, they what went, is that show? Um, I've heard of it, but I don't know what... They or it was Bourdain. one of his shows. Anthony Bourdain was hanging out with oh, this yeah. artist, uh, who, the mm -hmm. guy who did all the spray paint for Facebook, and then is now rich because of it. Oh, you remember that story? Oh, so, somebody showed me his stuff recently. Yeah, yeah, he was like, "Pay me in stocks," and now he's like a, a millionaire. And yeah. he had one of those places like artists always had when we were in Austin, just a giant airport hangar sized yeah. place with Cadillacs and yeah, just weird shit. Yeah, and like a, a two by four structure that his bed was on top of that he slept on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a Korean guy, so then he took. He was like, Let's, "We're gonna eat in Koreatown." He's like, "This is where me and my family would go." Oh, Sizzler. Yeah, because they would like if we ate Korean food, we would. Cook Do you remember it, cook what they home. ate? Oh. Well, they got like the cheesy bread. Mm -hmm. I remember putting meatballs in a taco shell. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Didn't yeah. you start that? No, I started the meatball in, in a yeah, ice cream, cream cone. Yeah, yeah. That's we meatball did that cone. At, we did that at Sizzler. Because a lot of people don't realize you can take the dessert things out of the dessert area and then fill them with non-desserts. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's no rules. Outback Steakhouse claims there's no rules there, which... Uh, there are. Yeah, there yeah. definitely are. Especially if you work there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of rules. But Sizzler is really kind of no-holds-barred. One of their biggest do, rules. You can take an ice cream cone, take it into the bathroom, <laughs> Yeah. do whatever you want with it. I'm not going to get... This is a family podcast. I'm not going to get graphic, but... Just think about all the stuff you'd do with an ice cream cone in the bathroom. Didn't you, you used can. to go into the bathroom with like a peanut butter sandwich? What did you do? I that? used to pack my lunch and bring mm -hmm. it to Sizzler, sure. eat it in the bathroom, and then go home. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't I buy anything. I seem to remember when we were in the same workplace, you would sometimes... I thought you did something else with the peanut butter in the bathroom. No, 
No. No, uh, it's smeared on the toilet seat, maybe. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's what it was. You didn't write any messages on the mirror. Remember, you had a joke about that. Oh, no. I had a joke <laughs> about looking at my butthole in the mirror, getting fired from work. And then you almost dropped your sandwich. Oh, then I dropped my sandwich Got in the s- toilet. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> my then, boss came and, and he then caught me. That's a good joke. With the peanut butter, you said... <laughs> There's you wrote, no peanut butter. I don't work here in peanut butter on the mirror. Oh, shit. Well, maybe I said that once. See, I memorized people's jokes. Man, that would have made that joke better if... I remembered it. <laughs> you don't remember saying that? I quit. No, I just I maybe it, maybe it's when I was like working the joke out. Maybe yeah. that was before I dropped my sandwich in the toilet. And like maybe that was like an earlier rendition yeah, yeah. where I was like, oh yeah, was, you were uh, like, I got to trim the fat on looking at my butthole in the mirror eating yeah. a sandwich, and then I wrote, I quit and peanut I butter. I don't know. I nice tag because you're already looking at your butthole, and isn't it confusing <laughs> when you see a message written on a mirror in peanut butter? You think, well, what was some guy looking at his butthole, and then everything went south? You know, I don't remember what I was thinking. That was a long time ago. That was, yeah, that was, that's that's a pretty old joke. Yep, yep. I've I've brought it back. A couple I saw. Times. It, I remember I, I saw it, it in the, like a year ago. You do it. It was funny. I probably did it because uh, I'd never seen it in. Uh, yeah, maybe in like Seattle and Portland. Seattle and Portland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sometimes I think I remember old things. I'm like, oh fuck, nobody's heard that. Yeah. Once, as a pr- in a pranky way, you wrote in my notebook, baloney in the CD player. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. And I, started doing, I added it player. to this joke I had, and it like made it. It made it. Uh, it was, yeah, it you can have my, my joke jokes, my fake I, jokes. Yeah, Chris <laughs> left his uh, notebook in a green room, and I just like wrote all these. I like wrote stuff in his notebook. Like, they were joke ideas. <laughs> and I was like, not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Closed with You're it. Like, when did I write this? It's just killer. <laughs> I did my, I did my uh, baloney in the CD player bit for like six years. <laughs> And then there was also putting two slices of bologna between the mattress and box spring and having sex with it. I oh, that that's in there too. what you at. Well, there was also the bologna in the CD player. So too. I didn't write any of that. No. Joke. <laughs> no. I, just, I just put. Because the bologna between the mattress and the box spring is a real story of a guy who's roommates of. I remember. Guy. Yeah, yeah. That did that. My friend Braden was roommates with this dude who was like jerk off crazy, but like he like <laughs> jerked that's, off. That's, with, that's like girl crazy. But, yeah, like he just he invented all these ways to jerk off. Like there would be in his laboratory. He'd take butter. Like they would there would be sticks of butter in the shower with like a dick print on them. Like he'd jerk off with butter in the shower. Oh my god! And then apparently this is all secondhand. So, that's how yeah. you clog a drain. Or get yeah, a probably. Yeah. Next time you take a cold shower, you got a butter clog. Yeah, I've never jerked <laughs> off with butter, I don't think. But uh, if you're in the sun, that's a good one. Yeah, because then you get a tan too. Get what, your tan all crispy. When I was young, get your dick all crispy. I think I was like in fifth grade, and someone said, "Oh, you should you should masturbate with magazines like Playboy magazines." <laughs> and I actually rolled up a magazine <laughs> and jerked off Ew. with my dick in a rolled up magazine. I thought that's that wouldn't meant. feel good. Well, it wasn't. Put I, a slice of bologna in there. Ah, oh, man, that's still a great bit. Well, that's uh, <laughs> this guy, apparently. I forget his name, but he had uh, put two sli- put a sli- two slices of bologna between the mattress and box spring, put his dick between them. So, like, with the idea being You gotta get that, some really fucking ruthless, tough, disgusting, like, some really tough like, bologna. smushed in fucking... Yeah. You'd think all you would do is just, like, you'd just destroy the bologna right I guess, away. you know, they must have been... Maybe the guy never got laid or something. I don't know. But yeah, that I would was, go with uh, like salami. But you did add you it's had like more tension a lot. You know what I mean? You pull yeah. this bologna at tear. Salami is salami's a little stretchier. Salami's greasier too. Yeah. Um, 
But Chris did add to that bit that you would have your girlfriend lay on the mattress oh, so to add I'd... some pressure. No, so I so I had someone to talk to. Oh, so you had someone to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, that, I, you know, I forget that. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that too. Okay, so so you guys for the listener, Brendan, we've collaborated. Brendan and Chris know each other. Chris's act. Well, yeah. from Austin. You yeah, guys both we, lived in Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I've credited Chris with uh, kind of being how, like, yeah, I mean, how I got started doing comedy, kind of. I heard you say, yeah, I appreciate it. Said it on a podcast. Uh, you did it a little bit before, and then when I was Martha doing weird shit. I, like, I was doing that stuff with Leon and Andy. Yeah. And, Powder um, and eating mayonnaise jars. Yeah, all. yeah. I was doing, like, super weird stuff. Remember that movie Powder? Uh-huh, with yeah. the electrical yeah, yeah. white kid? Well, I did a thing. <laughs> I where... went to see that movie, and while we were sitting in the the theater, the power went out, and then they gave us all refunds. Oh, because uh, they weren't able to play the movie; something got fucked up. Oh. Everyone was like, "What? Powder, Powder did it! Powder oh, did wow. it!" <laughs> that is very because then the rumor was like the guy who directed it was like a convicted child yeah, molester or uh-huh. something. And oh. there's if you watch a movie after knowing that, there's some. I remember there is one part where he beyond keeps getting, undertones. Yeah, yeah. It's beyond, it's so funny. They show his butt a lot, and they show him getting pushed in a mud puddle over and over with his ass sticking up. These bullies are like beating him up, and they're dipping him in a puddle, and it goes slow motion, yeah. and it pans up the bully's body for yeah. no reason at all. His shirt gets ripped, and then to fight him, he goes and he, and he makes his pants fall off. He makes his pants unbuttoned. He's like, and the guy's like, oh my pants! I can't beat this guy up anymore. But I did a thing where I was just powder and I was hosting some variety show. I did this variety show with these guys, Leon and Andy, and uh, who were both super hilarious. I think Andy directs the Kimmel show now. He was for he's a like while. The main, think, I think he's I think like freelance the main director. now. He was, but I, um, I guess he stopped. He directed like an Oscars commercial with Tom Cruise with a house blowing up and yeah, shit. Yeah, he's like done Andy big stuff. Now. doing good stuff. Uh, but me and him, and then he had a partner, Leon... Not like a gay partner, even though Leon's gay and he's not gay. Uh, <laughs> but they were like, they were doing shit together for a while before mm. we got together. And uh, we were doing some weird variety show and I was the host and I was totally white, had a bald cap and like glasses, you know, tried to look like powder, but I was wearing <laughs> a suit. And the whole gag was I had five penises. And they were like, but they weren't all in my crotch. They were around my body. So like while I was talking, I would like, I had made this contraption with all these hoses running all over me. So like I'd be talking and then you just see like a big pee spot appear like on my side or whatever. I'd be like, ah, it's my side dick or something. I don't, I don't remember. But I was doing all this weird, you know, stuff at bars and like these keyboard things and. Uh, wasn't really into the stand-up comedy scene because I like, was unsupportive around the time. Like I remember when I first moved there, it was older guys and they yeah they were all mean. Turn off the mic when yeah. when you like a joke didn't work or something. It was a yeah. kind of a brutal place. It was to like start. it got hazing. supportive pretty quickly, but yeah, after like pretty much after you guys all showed up because like around ninety eight ninety nine is when I. Um, first went to an open mic was like, oh, I'm going to try this out. And it was like, it was all these older guys and uh, it was like hazing, but not good natured at all. It was like, oh, they're just mean to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't think any of these guys are fucking funny anyway. So yeah. fuck this shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. So then I just started like doing stuff with Leon and like, I still wanted to do funny stuff, but I was like, ah, eh, fuck that. I'm not getting up there and doing impressions or whatever these assholes are doing. And, uh, 
And uh, but then, yeah, because we were doing that at the Velveeta room and uh, we were doing our variety show or whatever, the, the thing with Leon and Andy. And following that was the open mic. And um, and you and Martha Kelly and like Michelle Balloon and Jim Hamilton. It was like all these people who were like stand ups that I had never met because I hadn't been there in two, two years. Yeah, we all kind of started around the same time. Yeah. And then they were all like. Who the fuck, like, what was that powder shit? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? I, but they were all very, like, oh, wow, that was so funny. What the fuck? Did yeah, you stand yeah. up? And I was like, no, who are you guys? You're all like my age. What the? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I thought it was just a bunch of mean yeah. dudes in their 30s. I remember you, know? you saying, oh, I'm thinking of, I did this a little for a while, but I didn't like it. I'm thinking of starting up again. Yeah. So uh, that's how I got Brendan to no, start actually, doing the story, stand up single handedly. <laughs> well, kind of. This is what, <laughs> this is really, and this is the story I've told. There was one. I think we were hanging out at your place over uh, off of like 51st. An airport. Yeah, like right over there. That like the Duval. Yeah. Uh, so we we're hanging out over there and it was like, it must have been, it was like right after we first met after the Velveeta thing. Cause that, what was that guy, Justin something? Sanders. Yeah, yeah. I remember he was there too. And I was like, we were just joking around and he was a super nice guy, but he he's, wasn't super funny. And I nicest, remember he yeah. was like, He's like, man, fucking, I got a whole, like, uh, he was just, like, complimenting on, like, us just joking around, where he's like, God, that's, like, a whole new hour of material. And I was like, oh, we're just fucking being funny, you know? And then you were going to uh, Houston to feature for someone. And that's when I, like, and it's all, like, it's kind of, it's kind of a compliment. Like, oh, yeah, that's how I got started. But also it, like, set me on the worst path of doing comedy ever, because, you were like, ah, I'm going to, you were like, Maggie, I got to go to it. That is how I used to talk. This is my impression of Brendan doing an impression of me. I got to go to dick. Fuck you, dick. Really, dick? Really, dick? It's pretty good, right? Yeah, really good. Is mine good of him? Both good. So Chris was saying that he had to go. He's like, oh, I'm going to go feature for a guy in Houston this weekend. And I was like, what's that feature? It's probably Greg Giraldo. Every time I featured there, it was for Geraldo? a huge comic. Yeah, but I took that totally for granted. All the, every time I went there, well, that, the laugh yeah. stop was great. Yeah, that club was good. Um, that guy who ran it was a dick, but... Um, he believed in, he was a dick that believed in me. Yeah, yeah, no, he was. I kind of got in on the tail end of that, but he was just kind of shitty to me. Um, are you but, talking uh, about Babbitt or the guy after? No, not no after no, Babbitt. No, yeah, that's that right. Guy, I didn't. Guy after I got an after a Babbitt. Fucking lunatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Babbitt uh, was great. Yeah, he was but, very supportive. So Chris was like, "I, I gotta go to," <laughs> and and I was like, "Well, what does that mean?" And Chris was like, "Well, there's like feature. There's like an MC, and then there's a feature. I'm featuring, so I'll do like 20 minutes before the headliner." And I was like, well, what does that pay? And I think you only had to do Friday, Saturday. And you were like, that's eh, like 600 bucks. Yeah, if not more. That was yeah. Like and I was like, whoa, day. wait, you only fucking 20 minutes and you do like four shows over the weekend. It's, that's more than I make. And I was like loading trucks and shit. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, fuck, how do I do that then? And you were like, well, there's this contest you enter. And it was right around the contest time, but it was like too late. For me to enter it, but then Martha called Margie at the club and was like, "Oh, this is a new guy. He's really funny. You should let him be in the contest." And then entered the contest and didn't like place that year, but made the finals. Just doing like weird 
like I wrote my act that day. I basically. remember that, like wrote yeah. like seven minutes of weird characters of just stuff. dumb shit. Yeah. It was like I gotta do seven minutes. And I think I went to one open mic before yeah. the contest and like yeah, I walked on stage. I bought because I was working at a I forget where I was working, maybe at the opera, but I took a sledgehammer from the from work and I went up with a watermelon and a sledgehammer just to like walk on stage with it. I thought that'd be real funny. And never address it. <laughs> yeah, and just set it down and just do a bunch of stuff. And yeah, like that was like the main meat was uh, just acting like an out of control teen <laughs> where I would just berate <laughs> the audience like someone on Jerry Springer, like yeah, "Fuck yeah. you, you don't know me. Fuck, look at you, you fucking oh yeah, tight yeah. shirt." tight shirt motherfucker (laughs) and uh and i was like well that's i gotta fill seven minutes so i'll just do that for like (laughs) you know as long as i can and then i mean there were other things but i'm sure i got i'm sure there's a tape of it somewhere all heat damaged in storage in austin but uh but yeah that's and then that like you know people were like oh yeah you're good or whatever stick with it and but then it like yeah set me on the fucking road you know these shitty clubs yeah. for ten years where <laughs> it's like oh, I would have been better off just doing the weird stuff and moving to fucking New York and yeah, like, yeah. or L A like I if I had moved same. out here when I was like however old I was in twenty five and we should have moved to New York immediately and just did stand up every single night had no guidance just no. no like i had no idea like what i wanted to do and i actually looking back on it it's like yeah i would have rather just done weird shit and gotten on saturday night live or something yeah. but then there was like this whole stand-up thing and like wearing it as like a badge and then like stanhope you know kind of got hooked up with him pretty early on like emceed for him and he's like yeah you're funny fucking come on the road with me and i was like oh okay and oh this is oh okay i'll do this this would be all drunk and fucking yeah. offensive and and then yeah, and it's like you know, like I mean, I'm not complaining. Things are fine, but, but now you have a family friendly podcast. I have a family friendly podcast, so put the kids to bed, <laughs> or no, wake the kids up. Wake the kids up. This wake is them up. Yeah, we're PG thirteen. As long as they're thirteen, um, you know what? PG thirteen just means you need a parent with you if you're under thirteen. Right. So, and if you're thirteen, you can listen to this yeah. by yourself. By yourself. Huh? So yeah, I'd say we're PG thirteen. Hopefully, the yeah. kids out there have their parents with them, so they can ins- tell you explain what parents when we have complicated dick jokes. Because you might have an adopted kid, and you don't know how old they are. <laughs> yeah, check tricky. to see if they have pubes. Because oh. if you have pubes, you're definitely thirteen, right? But do it quickly, rapidly, and aggressively. Oh well, no, you want to make sure they didn't like just put, you know, like go to a barber shop and grab some hair and stick it down yeah. there. You know, my friend once shaved his neck. Uh-huh. Uh, and made a fake mustache out of it, just <laughs> shittily with double-sided tape, and uh-huh. sprinkled his neck hair on his lip. And uh, he totally bought beer with it. We were really young. <laughs> he really? Just, it looked. He's a black guy, and so his neck uh, hair was really curly. So yeah. it was just, just looked like pubes. How, on old, his how lip. old was he? He's like uh, one box of beer, please, and it's like falling <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> oh gross! I, yeah, he was all. He was already old enough to shave. He just that was that was great. Nick yeah. Hare. Josh Harris, Josh Harris, putting him on blast. So if there are any cops looking to, uh, do yeah, some I don't think arrests, there's any. Uh, there's no statute no. of limitations on buying beer on <laughs> impersonation. <age>. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if there were no statute of limitations on underage beer buying, yeah. and like we all start getting knocks on the door. They're like, hey. Uh, Step out here for a minute. We'll yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my son likes your <laughs> Did a little research. Turns out, Oli's Country Store and Beer Depot, Depot, whatever, sold you some beer. 
No. I, I had a fake. I've talked about it before, though. Your fake ID? Yeah, I think so. I got it in when I was in Vegas. I was already in college, but I was under 21. I used it to buy beer. Yeah. Was college. it one of those ones where you pose in front of the, a backdrop that looks like an ID? No. What That's I did. my favorite kind. What I did yeah. was. Like, that I, will never work. I Handwritten. They used to work like motherfucker. Yeah. Like when I was like 16, I had a fake ID, 16, 17. Yeah. Like fucking early 90s. Before everything got like. Uh, yeah. Complicated with Hologram. holograms and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mine was laminated. It was like one of the last laminated. Yeah. Ones the only there. reason they did it all with that backdrop is so you couldn't see there was a, p- a little picture glued. You know, yeah. they checked yeah. to see if the, you know, if the lamination if popped up yeah. or raised a little. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. That was all they did. Some dumb bouncer. <laughs> oh, it's raised. Yeah. You got another form of ID? Yeah, but it's got a different name on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll, you won't like this. He's a, yeah, yeah. he's a kid, too. He looks just like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my sons. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the that's story. It. That's the podcast. Who moved Austin to L.A. first? Comedy. Chris, Chris moved to L.A. way before me. Chris did. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I, don't, I mean, I remember. Brend- I remember when Brendan moved to town, and I remember Chris Hardy paved the here. way for all Austin comics. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like the, he's like the T.J. Miller of Austin, only hey guy, without the success. Yes, be just be quiet and do what I do, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> you can't come in here. How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> Never mind, guys. This isn't where we want to go anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, did uh, comedy in Austin? I have forgetting there was something i thought of that uh i've still never been to austin well gotta go i gotta go the next year i'll go that moon tower thing you're a shoe in for next year think so yeah well you must be i was pushing for you and then you met colleen yeah yeah, she uh, liked me she got me an extra spot when i was in montreal yeah and she texted me and was like oh i love randy or whatever yeah or no she called you a bitch that's she was like randy's a bitch yeah (laughs) something was going yeah i remember did she ever t- get, deliver any of the messages? She showed to you? me a, a text that you sent her. <laughs> I was like, "What?" Where I just said you were my bitch. I think so. Or I yeah. say, "Call him a bitch." Yeah, or, yeah. <clears throat> it was. I just. I when she was showing me a text from you, I just I don't I don't even know how I read it. I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I know what he's saying." <laughs> something, something mean, either about me being a bitch or, or being fat. I Wait, a- you think I'm mean? No, no, no. No 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 no
So you don't think I'm mean? No, I think you're fine. I wouldn't okay. say you're mean. You're a good guy. All right. Well, there's times. It's where, all good fun. There's times where I get it. I, I play into it. I'm like, yeah. you're mean because then good. that helps the yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah, and it helps people buy into it. Yeah. Uh, we were, we're fucking. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I had another story about Austin or something, but uh, forget it. So well, moving on. Now we're here. Yeah. Now we live in Los Angeles. Two of the most successful uh, Austin comics out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alum. Doesn't seem to be slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's never going to end. Maintaining at the same level for eternity. When did you move here? 2002? Well, 2003. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As after we did that, we made that Hyper Jackson Chamber thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was like 2002. What a well-shot mess. Yeah, I'm over that. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I've got to find a copy of it. I know I have one. I was telling my agents about it, and I was like, yeah, I'll There's send it probably to moments home. from it that... Oh, I'm sure it's great. No, because like, we're 12 years yeah, younger, yeah. and like, uh, I mean, I look... You look probably basically the same. I look fucking 100 times different now. <laughs> it's like a fucking wiry, young, unbearded dude. <laughs> Um, big fat bearded guy. <laughs> you look fine. Giant head. Big I was. Uh, head. Yeah, I definitely. told uh, we should watch whoa, whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what? We no. should watch it after this. That time uh, where we went to Scorpions and Dawkin and White Snake. I did oh, this yeah. storytelling show about us getting on stage during the Scorpions. Oh really? Yeah, but and you knowing how to get behind there because you yeah. had done like stage. I was a stagehand uh, in Austin, so I knew all the venues, like how they were laid so, out. We were both they. We watched White Snake and Dawkin, and there wasn't. It was like half the auditorium, like yeah, is in the basketball, like the off. college basketball arena that uh-huh. holds like twelve thousand so people, like probably. Curtain up yeah, they had this, half yeah. of it curtained off, and, and I had had like one beer, but you had had a few, and you're like, "Let's get on stage, man!" And you had that wild <laughs> yeah. look, and you're so we went up to the security guy, and we're like, "Oh uh, yeah, we have to change some light bulbs on the drum." Kid yeah, yeah, we weren't even holding anything. The guys were like, "Okay, go on in," and <laughs> yeah. we went behind the stage, yeah. and we were sitting behind the drummer, like right behind him. Yeah, we we're just on, standing b- behind the curtain on the while stage. the Scorpions were playing. <laughs> and he's like, "We got to do this." And I was very hesitant. I was so scared, yeah. but he got up there, and I'm like, "Fuck, here we go!" And we ran on each side of the drummer, <laughs> who it was close enough to nine. I think everyone was kind of on edge still, like yeah. always. Uh, and when we <laughs> jumped on, it was. I really do. I yeah. I remember him like tripping up a little with the drumming. Uh, we f- we made it apparent that we. We well, it was ran obviously we didn't belong on the, stage. No, and you went up and you headbanged 
And he uh, was singing "Rock You Like a Hurricane." Yeah, which that's Rock the time to yeah, fucking yeah. run out on stage. And for whatever, I had reason. my arm around him. The guy, the singer, Did played along. Yeah, around? where he was like, "Yeah, like with me," but oh, also looking that. around, like, "Is anybody doing anything about that?" I'm an, and I'm an idiot. I just like started doing uh, the robot. Like I yeah. started break dancing. <laughs> I was so confused. I didn't know yeah. how to dance. And someone immediately like grabbed Brendan and pulled him off. No, they grabbed you. Wait, really? I thought you got tackled. This is the way I remember it because I didn't. I was up there way too long. I remember just being there, like seeing. Yeah, I stuff, remember I was it like, the other I way. I should have been fucking. I thought they took you off, and that's how I felt. No, because I you felt like got because I, I got kicked out. You didn't get kicked out. No, they you actually were, gave you. He better was out seats. there with cops and shit. Yeah, yeah. I got let out and for. Uh, I'm like, come on, no one does that anymore. He's like, yeah, I don't care. And he put me up front, and I watched the rest of the show. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Brendan's outside. <laughs> Well, they and I wasn't like nobody even grabbed me. I was just standing there looking around, and there was a guy just kind of like, "Come on, come here!" Like doing the finger thing, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. And then they were like, just kind of nobody roughed me up, but they were just like, "All right." And I was like, "Wait, you're not kicking me out, are you?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're fucking kicking you out. You can't do that shit." Oh, <laughs> and I was man. like, "Ah, fuck!" So then I just went down to Club Deville and was, waited for the concert to be over. But was, we also had. Uh, Remember we had Depends diapers with us, and we were throwing them up on the stage instead of panties oh. when uh, when White Snake was playing or docking one of them. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Suddenly, there's a lot of nice tits in Austin. Yeah, That's what he said. I got mean, like uh, like Depends hits him in the chest. <laughs> just squish. Yeah. Well, they oh, we didn't cool. shit in them first. <laughs> That'd be amazing. They just seem squishy. Just filled with peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty fun because that's we were we would do this morning radio show, not like us as a team, but there was like a morning radio yeah, show. Yeah, we were, we community. went on together as mixed peanuts, mixed that was nuts. A, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, we did. That was a good thing. And uh, this was actually the first. I think that was the first MC week I ever had at Cap City, uh, where and I didn't know, like I didn't know how it worked. You know the comedy thing still. Like I was doing fucking powder with five penises, and then like <laughs> did this contest, and they were like, "Oh, that guy's funny," and they're like, "We'll give you an MC week," and I'm like, "Okay, what do I do?" And uh, so like just worked up all this crazy shit with like plants in the audience, and I had, like a gorilla suit on. But the uh, guy Seymour Seymour Black. I don't think that was part of that week though. <laughs> Seymour Black, the blind, the blind comedian. But I wasn't the like I would I would have the MC bring me up as the blind comedian. Yeah, and then I would get, I would yell at him. I'd be like, I'm not the fucking blind comedian. I'm I'm a comedian who just happens to be blind. All right. <laughs> and then I oh I would just do hacky blind jokes. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't remember any of his shit. But he had his I had a cane, you know, mm-hmm. and I had a pair of big fucking like old lady glasses that on. You wear over regular glasses. And then there was another pair of sunglasses underneath of that. <laughs> so when I took off the big ones like, hey, and there was another pair of sunglasses. <laughs> and uh my sweater was on backwards and inside out. <laughs> and uh <laughs> Uh, I don't remember any. I don't I, remember there was a couple. Too. There was one about like uh, something about like, and if I'm lying, you can stick a needle in my eye. Hopefully, a needle that contains the cure for blindness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's another uh, being blind. I have a uh, I have a heightened sense of uh, or uh, all my other senses are heightened. Or no, what was it? It was like uh, being blind. Well, either way, it was like I have a heightened sense of smell, uh, which and now I understand why the word pussy begins with the letters P U. <laughs> but uh, that was uh, that wasn't part of that week. That this one was the uh, 
So I'm up on stage. And I think, I don't know what kind of outfit I had on. I was dressed pretty regular. And then I had uh, our friends Scott and Stacy. I had all these people in the crowd. Um, and it was like a small room in Cap City. Like they have a big room and a small room. But mm-hmm. like on Wednesdays, you know, basically Friday, Saturday is the only time they have to use the big room unless there's like a bigger name. I remember even when Louis C.K. Louis I saw C. him in the small came. room. Yeah, yeah, he was in yeah. the small room. No one knew me and he Kate, was. When me and Katie first started, he that was one of our Pootie first... Yeah, it was after Pootie Tank. I was at an audition. I guess the guy who's going to be directing this thing I've been auditioning for is the actor who played Pootie Tang. Oh, really? Uh, his <laughs> name is Lance uh, something. Armstrong. He's an old, he's a comic. He's yeah, a yeah, comic. yeah. But, but that's the only thing he's been in. Um, Actor-wise. Yeah, maybe like... Uh, he's like probably been in Living Color or yeah. something surprising. like that. Friday or I, I, IMDB'd him once. And there's not much. Yeah, really. yeah. But I was just like, everyone's like, yeah, you guys know who this guy yeah. is. And then finally yeah. they were like, Pootie Tang. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, uh, so we had, yeah. So in the small room where I saw, yeah, I saw Louis C.K., Right around then, or before that, before I even, because I paid to go see that. That's mm-hmm. like, it was like right when Katie and I started dating, before I was like involved in like the stand up mm-hmm. uh, comedy scene. And so we're in a small room, and I had a, a, a couple of friends who, who were a couple, and they just like came in, sat at a table, like they're regular customers, and they're kind of having an argument, you know, real quiet at first. And, um, and then their argument starts getting like more escalated, you know, but like not so much to where everyone's like, all right, this is something like it was just kind of mm-hmm. like, fuck, those people need to fucking shut yeah, up. Yeah. And then I had the, the bar is in that. There's a bar in that room, too. So I told I had the bartender. I was just like, just keep scooping ice real loud and running the blender and shit. You yeah. know, so I'm up there just telling bar. bad jokes and you hear this argument starting and you hear like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I had uh Somebody have their phone just keep ringing, like like their cell phone. I'm like, how do you fucking turn that off? What the fuck? And and there was also a foos table. There used to be a foosball table in the back corner. And I had a guy come in with like two chicks. Oh, no, he was on the phone. That's what it came. Uh, the phone rings when he walks that. in. And he's like, hello? Yeah, no, we just got to the comedy club. And the girls are like giggling. And they go back to the foosball table. And, <laughs> and uh, so then like, and it's just kind of escalating over yeah. like five minutes. And I'm up there like, oh, my wife's so fat, I had to fucking hit her with a shoe. You know what I mean? Like, just really bad jokes. And uh, so you hear the ice scooping, the blender, foosball, phone ringing, and this couple arguing. And it's like at a point now where it's just like, what the fuck? It's so loud. And then Chris, dressed kind of like a Frenchman, comes bursting out of the back with a giant fish. And he's going, and he's just going, fresh fish. <laughs> Get your fresh fish, yeah! Fresh fish! <laughs> and, uh, that was like the tip off. And then I was like, folks, you've been had. This is uh, my improv troupe, Mixed Nuts or whatever. And then like we all got on stage and like we're like, let's give a suggestion. That's something. That's why. And it was just like terrible improv for five minutes. Oh, we're like, so funny. Ever, like we had to have, like one of us is like, oh, a trombone. And another one's like, I'm on the phone. <laughs> So that was like uh, I did the the fish thing, and I barely remember. 
That's so funny. Yeah, and, and remember, because we did that twice that mm-hmm. week, because I was doing different stuff every night. Was that, that a real fish? Like I'm it was a, I got it from Whole Foods, like yeah. a whole fucking like, grouper or something. Yeah, yeah. But the second time we used it, <laughs> like we are keeping it in bucks. the freezer or in the walk-in, uh-huh. it fucking smelled so bad. I don't know if you, but I remember you were just like, oh, God, I don't know if I can... Because it was, <laughs> it was so <laughs> fucking. Because it was so like it sat in a walking cooler and it was yeah, probably already on its way out. Yeah. <laughs> but we did that twice that weekend. Another time, I had the gorilla suit and I just went on stage in the gorilla suit. And stood there silently for two minutes. I counted to 120 <laughs> in my head. And just stood there in a the gorilla suit. It was like, oh, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. And then after two minutes, just like took the, took the fucking mask off and was just like, oh, like all depressed. And that, uh-huh. I, that got a laugh, I remember. I was like, wow, these people fucking, all right. And, uh-huh. and I don't remember what I did for like the next, you know, five <laughs> minutes after that. <laughs> and then another time I had Odysseus, the guy that was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, writing with me. Uh, he kind of looked retarded. Like if you put, I had these fucking eyeglasses, these like fake thrift store eyeglasses. Or they were real eyeglasses that I got at a thrift store. Yeah. They just looked like weirdo child molester glasses. Yeah, he had that dead look in his eye that if you magnified it, oh man. Yeah, he's like a politician here. Yeah, or he ran for city council in uh, like Santa Monica. But he... Uh, <laughs> I, he was a really smart guy. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like he was like younger than us, so like kind of weird. He's very driven. He was he was all right. Um, yeah. I mean, the whole relationship with him was marred by the bad relation, like the, just the bad experience with this pilot we all made. We yeah, got bamboozled yeah. by yeah. a guy. But uh, I, Odysseus, when he put the glasses on, he looked retarded. Like it was like <laughs> passable. Like <laughs> you look like a retarded guy. <laughs> so <laughs> we had him dressed like a retard. Or retarded guy, sorry. No yeah, offense yeah. to Ooh, retarded yeah. people. No, um, or a handicap, mentally handicapped yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a mental retard. A mental retard. Yeah. And uh, a person who suffers from mental retardation. <laughs> and this was in the big room. This was Individual. this was like on the weekend. And uh, and I was up on stage and I remember I had like a cardigan on and like maybe like a fedora kind of thing. Like I was kind of going for like a, uh, what's his face? Like uh Bing Crosby kind of look or something, yeah. and was like, ah, you know, doing jokes or whatever, and um, and mind you, all the material I was doing, like it was like shit I made up that day where I was just like, ah, fucking, I gotta fucking do all this. I, I was like, I want to do something different every night, and so I'm on stage as this like Bing Crosby guy, and then I say to the crowd, I'm like, hey folks, uh, my cousin Terry is here visiting, and. Uh, you know, he's he's his dream is to be a stand-up comedian. Today's his birthday. Would it be okay with you if he came up on stage and told a couple jokes? And of course, like, and it was like 250 people. You know? uh-huh. They're like, yeah. <laughs> so he comes up on stage, like, uh, like you know, totally looks, doing a perfect job. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, you know, and he's like, says a few things. Everybody's totally buying it. Oh, my God. And, uh. And in his back pocket, like, you know, I let him tell, he tells like a few, like, just terrible, like, you know, like kind of jokes five-year-old kids tell yeah. like sharks and trees and shit like stuff yeah. that doesn't make sense where it's like <laughs> it's a shark ah. and the crowd's being like all right okay fine yeah this is yeah. nice and, well, it and then in his back pocket he's got a hustler like a dirty magazine <laughs> and i'm like standing behind him while he's doing all this and i go hey whoa whoa, whoa hold on terry what's this i was like do you get this out of my apartment and he's like all uncomfortable i was like what do you do you like looking at this stuff and he's like ah. and i'm like uh 
what does this give you a boner or whatever? And he's like, eh. and I'm like, and everybody's like, what the fuck is going on? So then like, uh, so I'm like, do you have a boner now? And he's like, yeah, kind of. And I'm like, well, you know what you do when you get a boner, right? And he's like, hey, poke it with a pin. And I was like, what? Say it in the mic. He's like, poke it with a pin. And I go, that's right. And I had a safety pin in my cardigan. And I take my safety pin. I go, here you go. And he had, before the show, we had filled like a balloon with fake blood. Oh, my. And he he starts poking it. And you see all these little blood things start appearing on his crotch. (laughs) And like, that was, I don't remember. Oh, I can't believe. what. Oh, I can't believe. And then Margie Margie. let me work there for a year. Oh, yeah. I was going to ask that. that. Yeah, after that, she was just like... That was too far. That's not how it works. She's yeah. like, you're just the MC. You just got to tell people to buy fucking nachos. And, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and I was like, I don't know. I fucking, how am I supposed shit, to know? Yeah. I was yeah. like trying to be funny and doing shit I like. But she wasn't it's like... So easy she to didn't get like hate you. Banned no. Not now, but you, no, did, you f- used to get like banned for like a year. You didn't show up at radio. You're you done gotta, for a year. It's, yeah. like, it's a weird punishment. <laughs> but thing, she, yeah. there was a friend of mine in the crowd one night when we were doing the whole Fresh Fish bit mm. and he said margie was in the back fucking cracking up but uh-huh. going what a fucking asshole what a fucking asshole i can't believe he's doing this but like laughing her ass off yeah. and i was like well margie i heard you were cracking up she's like yeah but it's not what you're supposed to be doing Yeah, people have a different Ugh. where they like start defining what comedy is mm-hmm. by what other people say it is mm-hmm. and it's like and then i was like all right well whatever and then she, they wouldn't book me. She didn't book me for a year. And then she called me because she, like, she did like, she knew I wasn't a psycho. Mm-hmm. Like she was just like, oh, this guy fucking is, I don't know. Uh-huh. But then Stanhope was going to be there. And Stanhope had already been banned from Cap City, but he had started doing the man show. So they're like, all these clubs let him back that yeah, he's banned yeah. from because they're like, well, he's on TV. He's going to bring people in. That's so funny. Doug got banned oh, from that's Cap so City. funny that they're just like, sure. Yeah. Well, okay. Doug we're, had a waitress. We're a bunch of motherfuckers. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We're fucking assholes. So well, they come have back, like soap stars and yeah. uh, ex-wrestlers. And Screech. Fielding yeah, questions. Screech. Uh, yeah, Doug got banned from Cap City because I th- one show, and this is all before my time, maybe even before your time, but like he had... Pulled his dick out on stage one mm, night, mm-hmm. and they were like, don't fucking pull your dick out on stage. And he's like, okay, I won't do that. So then the next night, he pulled his balls out on stage and had a waitress come up and shave his balls on stage. Oh, I remember what? that. And this is, yeah, yeah, it was Jen, uh, Jen Gates. She books a club in Boise now. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. She's shaved the one that shaved, shaved the balls. balls. Shaved his balls for him on stage just because they told him not to pull his dick out. Yeah. So he's now like, she right, technically, now, I won't. Now she books a club. That's so funny. <laughs> so uh, so he was banned for whatever, a couple years or whatever. They were just like, we're not booking that fucking asshole anymore. But then they're like, well, he's on TV. Okay. You know, we'll fucking book him. And so Margie called me and she's like, do you want to MC?" She was like, Doug Stanhope's going to be here. And I was like, I didn't know who Doug was. I didn't know anything about comedy. And uh, she was like, Doug Stanhope's working. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. She's like, do all your fucking retard shit. Like, <laughs> as I was like, uh, but over that year, like I was, you know, like guys like Chris, like I was doing weird shit and people were like, you're not going to get booked on the road doing any of this weird yeah. shit. Just write some fucking jokes. Yeah. Because that was my whole goal was like, I want to make $600 in Houston. Mm-hmm. For two days, yeah. like that's as well, far was, as my fucking. I was going there and just yeah, doing drawings of pentagram. Like I had that Bob Ross drawing character. I tried yeah. to do that for fifteen minutes. At, but these at the laugh stop. All it. those clubs aren't going to tolerate. No. They're they're there. They're fucking dumb shit audiences. Mm-hmm. So that's like kind of set me on a path of like oh 
fuck, I really enjoyed doing all that other stuff a lot more before I was like, you know, telling jokes. But so, so I'd been, you know, kind of like writing jokes for that year for, you know, whatever, at least some of that year after I got banned. And she was like, yeah, you can open for this Stanhope guy. I don't care what you do. Fucking take a shit on stage. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and then, that's uh, a great idea. And so then that's uh, so then that's what I met Doug. It was like a year later. And Doug was just like, ah, oh, you're fucking hilarious. Like, And then he started calling me, like, go on the road with him. And I was all like, well, I don't know. That's not a lot of money. Like, I didn't realize. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just wasn't plugged into the whole comedy yeah. thing and i just thought like i'm doing this for money yeah. which was so dumb because like you didn't make any money you made like 400 bucks for a uh, weekend yeah, yeah. Uh, but i mean i still was like i didn't realize how cool it was to be like you know go on the road with stanhope and it's yeah, like yeah. but i'm not gonna i have to pay my way to new york and i'm yeah. not gonna make any money and but it's like that's called paying your dues yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm just like well i don't i'm fucking but everything, you know, everything worked out for me and Doug. So that, it's all Doug this weekend. Was that the show that Doug was like, oh, I think you're funny? Or was it? Yeah, that first that's show. so funny. Was uh, the, yeah, when I was first allowed back at Cap City. <clears throat> that's funny circumstances. Yeah. I met Doug for the first time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was excited to meet you. I had your birthday? He's a big fan my of my birthday me. party. Yeah. Doug's a really big, one of my biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was always telling him he because he called me on Sunday uh, after the party, and um, he just flew in for your party. And then when it was over, he's like, "Well, gotta go get my flight, right?" Basically. Well, Sarah Silverman was having a party that oh, night right, too, right, right, and he was invited to that as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he flew out the next day and then called me from Tucson, and he was like, "I'm drunk. I'm getting a hotel in Tucson. Can't drive home because uh-huh. uh, he lives like an hour from yeah, Tucson." Yeah. But we were talking, and he was uh, he was complaining about the hotel he was staying at near the Improv, and he was just like, they didn't have any regular food. Like he was like, I just want eggs in Tucson. Was, no, in no, LA? In, in L.A. Oh, okay. And he was staying here, mm-hmm. and he was like, I woke up for the breakfast, and it was like, he was just complaining. He's like, yeah, everything was all fucking weird. And he's like, I just want an egg, and then he's like, I asked for salt and pepper, and they're like, oh, we don't have that. And yeah, like, yeah. The fuck doesn't have salt and pepper, and they <laughs> brought out salt and pepper on a plate like just some salt and pepper on a yeah. plate and he was like i want to write a bad yelp review and i told him about your thing i was like well randy has a better idea to write good yelp reviews but from a viewpoint of a crazy person yeah yeah <laughs> and i told him the like uh, the, they let me take my shoes off and yeah, i'm there yeah. all the time <laughs> he's cracking up at that and i sent him a picture of your bloody mary too i said oh, okay. oh he also adds things to their menus <laughs> yeah that's turned into like my best new joke the the uploading hate to just do a joke on my podcast but we we upload photos of food that you cooked at home onto yeah. people's yelp pages <laughs> yeah so just like pictures of toast with peanut butter on it and stuff <laughs> yeah so everybody do that everybody should be i doing think because I, I think that joke <clears throat> i'm gonna do that joke on tv soon yeah so, so, so nobody else do that on tv in the next uh, <laughs> few months <laughs> so i hope i hope it starts a, a wave i don't think yeah. it will though but mm-hmm. I, it'd be funny if, yeah. if yelp was just like had to be like everybody knock it off yeah stop <laughs> stop like they have to come up with some sort of rule to prove that you were there it'll, or something it'll get like enough pe- like you'll get emails or tweets or whatever yeah, yeah. way people can publicly figure out how to get in touch with you because like but it's like my birthday cake joke. Like I would get anytime that would be on TV. Mm-hmm. Like when I did it on Conan, I did it on another, on a Comedy Central thing. Yeah. And I would just get like 
Facebook messages or whatever people with birthday cakes getting like happy yeah, fifth and summer yeah, birthday yeah. or whatever other weird shit. Totally. I tweet because I tweeted that before I started doing it on stage and someone someone showed me they did it. But they, they tried to be too funny about it. You yeah. Know? It sucks when people try to yeah, be funny. Yeah, we're like, oh, that's my idea executed poorly. <laughs> yeah. Um Great. so that's how did you get started in comedy, Chris? I did improv. That games whose line is it uh, anyway? Western, uh, Western musical. Uh, well, I came into town and my horses by a trough. Uh, now you got to make a pizza. And I got little pepperoni, put it on a circle. It's a wagon wheel dude, of cheese. Dude, you're good. Lady. <laughs> you're good Thank you. Improv, Thank Randy. you very Look much. Look at him. Yeah. Good. Look how good he is. He's really good. Thanks. That was none of that was pre-written. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's that slip of paper hanging out of your sleeve? Oh, fuck! It's my <laughs> cowboy pizza <laughs> notes <laughs> <laughs> covered in pizza sauce. Yeah, yeah. I did deep research, <laughs> deep dish research. Where'd you do that in Montana? In Montana, and then I ended up, uh, I ended up moving to Austin because my girlfriend was going to film school, and I, I ended up there super accidentally, and just like you wandered into the Velveeta room, and I'm like, mm -hmm. I can, I want to do this. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't realize you and Maggie moved there. Together. Yeah, we were both from Missoula. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. How do you? Um... Yep, that's like in comedy. Like, what uh, inspires you? Oh, that's uh, actually, in all honesty, my dad's. You have a creative mind. And funny, and, and I was wondering. So I always. Uh, what inspires you? I always kind of looked up to him, and uh, yeah, he got me into it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's me. I always wonder about that. That type. Well, of I've stuff. always kind of wanted to sing it. And I'm glad I just did just now. <laughs> when did you... Uh, oh, there's probably a song about Chris. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, let's see. It's got to be one. Uh, when... So you started... Because you started... Before, when did you move to Austin? Yeah, that was 98, 99. Okay. Yeah. So I moved there in 97. I didn't really get it going until about 2000. Okay. To where so I was, was like just a regularly going. You. Yeah. No song? I couldn't find one. Huh. Oh, sorry, Like man. you just Googled Chris Fairbanks' song, I actually... We have this guy that writes a bunch of songs. He doesn't. He happens to not have a song about you. No, it's okay. I'm not... I mean, I don't need you guys to remind me that I'm not... No, he didn't have a song famous. about me until I told him to write one about <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. so... Yeah, it's pretty scattershot. Like, he uh, listens to a lot of podcasts, so oh, if you're okay. on a lot of podcasts, he... Well, mine, well if you're uh, on podcasts, he listens mine's to Mine's not... I'm on the same network as you dudes, right? You're on All Things Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, yeah, Chris has a podcast. You should listen to it. Yeah, well, I... Drive, I, uh, and drive and... Comedians. Comedian. Comedians Were you going to say mentally getting... retards? All Things That's Comedy. That's a Dead Milkman song. All <laughs> Things Comedy. All Things Comedy. Dot com. Oh. That guy's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's on point. So uh, after this, give uh, give this podcast a good iTunes review. We haven't said that in a while, and actually. Then, yeah, you're supposed to say that. That's we haven't like said what? that in like a year. Really? One review. If you're listening to this, even if you're not listening on iTunes, find us on iTunes and give us a, a five-star review, if you like it, yeah. and yeah. Write, a, write us a... 
Write a, a review rating. And a rate. Give us a rating. Yeah. Write us yeah. a review. Because that does help. It kind of uh, lets other people who don't know about us. And does it raise us. you like in the podcast? Yeah. Like if people are looking yeah. for yeah, something. Yeah, that activity and then, jumps And up. then I was going to say, after you do it, for, uh, then do it for Do You Need a Ride? Yeah, go listen to Chris. <laughs> it's called Do You Need a Ride? It is. And you can find it on everywhere that you find podcasts. But you can go to allthingscomedy.com yeah, yeah. and find and it there, Chris too. And it's Chris and Karen Kilgariff, yeah. who we've had on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Remember we had her on when the, the concept was being created still? That's right. We have, yeah, we were going to do ones, uh, one about our par- our moms having Alzheimer's, but then we thought maybe that wouldn't be funny all the time. Probably not. Sounds yeah, hilarious. Not. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm her, cracking up. I'm her yeah. and I, her I and I are great together. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we love riffing. It's been really fun. And you're in a car, so you're all panicked all the yeah. time. So, it's but that's of, it's a pretty new podcast, right? What have you guys yeah. done? Like ten episodes, maybe? Uh, Sixteen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a new one. Get in on the ground floor. Get in. So that way you won't have to like you know. Maybe you'll back. get a promotion. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> get in at the factory floor. Kiss the right ass. Talk to the mail room. Do some brown nosing. <laughs> Bring coffee to the right a holes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Oh come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's. You started 2000. I started about 2002. I mean, it was like exactly 2002 because that's when I entered the contest for the first time. And that four days before the contest is when I wrote my act. That's great. You have an exact But I guess you could... See, I don't know how to count it, though, because, yeah, doing all that other weird stuff, that wasn't stand-up, though. But I was performing. It was stand-up. You're by yourself. That's really all. There's no... There's no... I mean, you eventually fall into kind of more of a mold just to make yourself more marketable, but there's no yeah. definition. Yeah, the only comic, sold out. The only comic I know <laughs> that does stand-up, that I can't classify it as stand-up, but I love a lot, is Reggie Watts. Yeah, he's totally not doing yeah, stand-up it's comedy. Yeah, like a he's musician. A, he's, he's a different act. But yeah. we did a show in Missoula. He's from Montana, too. Oh, yeah. And he, he did do a bunch of jokes, and I was like, wait, he is doing stand-up right now, but... It's more amazing when he does yeah. his music. I opened for him He's a musician, fairly right? recently, and it's like an audience. If they're there to see him, it's like they're there to like dance even. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it's a totally different yeah. vibe. Yeah. yeah. So you start doing like, you know, jokes that like two-liners <laughs> where they're like, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just try Yeah, to I don't know how he landed the in the stand-up comedy world. Like, where Well, he was a musician. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. He he realized that people like he he was super talented musician mm-hmm. and his band wasn't like hugely popular uh-huh. but he had like four or five albums I heard about his music before I heard about because I lived in Washington and he had a, a Seattle band yeah. and they actually played at my college and uh, and then like the next year I went to Bumbershoe, it was before I started doing comedy and I saw him just walking around I was like that's that fucking guy from that band yeah, he's yeah. like obviously a recognizable guy yeah the hair christmas sweater suspenders (laughs) and then he was on the cover of like the stranger or the seattle weekly or whatever Mm. being like he had just won the andy kaufman award yeah so then he was also doing comedy so that was like he just started doing weirdo music shit i really like him i like reggie a lot it's just it's odd that like he still is at comedy festivals when like you said the the audiences are like we're here to fucking dance and you're like well who do you get open for i completely stand i mean i ended up doing fine but it was like 
a standing room only crowd yeah. who are they're there just to like be like this is crazy we're all on you know Molly I mean? like it's opening it's like opening for like a laser light show or something yeah, it's so where great. it's like it's so different to be a person that people watch and want to take Molly yeah imagine being that power, as powerful as a million lights yeah yeah <laughs> that's great well I gotta get the fuck out of here alright it's warm in here I got I got stuff to do. All right. Oh shit. All right. All right. Well, I love being here. No, it's perfect timing for you to no, say I that. No, I figured. Yeah, I figured it was. You Is know, there a song to play for uh, getting the fuck out of here. I have a. I have a song. I but know we are cra- who I want to take me home. <laughs> Send me Sonic. Oh right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone emailed us and suggested this album, and we are cracking up. This guy. I don't. Oh yeah. His yeah. name was Matt. I just looked it up. Which one are you gonna play? Uh, Fast Dick. Okay. <laughs> Fat, should I play yeah. Fast Dick? Well, I like what's going on, too. That takes so a what's minute up, to start What's off. up, my dick? That one? Yeah, but you got to start it like... We can just play it and just play it. <laughs> okay. It, it just... It, it go, like it takes a while. It takes a while for it to kick yeah. in. Yeah. Maybe well, that'll be the next one. Do you want? Should we do Fast Dick? Yeah, Fast Dick's good. Let's do Fast Dick. All right. Thanks All right. for being on the podcast, Chris. Hey, thanks, thanks you guys. Chris. Do you have anything to promote? Ah, yeah. Besides your podcast, like any road dates? Post, I'll post this tomorrow, so yeah, whatever you want to. Not really. No, I'm going home for a wedding. Well, ChrisFairbanks.com, right? Yeah, go, yeah. go to Chris I got a bunch wedding. of dates. I'm, I'm going to be in Denver for that High Plains Festival. That's there you go. See that today? In a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Hella tight. Tight as shit. So I quit school, that's what I did. 